Welcome to the Dangling Conversation podcast. Here I am in the long-awaited episode with <laughs> Gloria Bergdorf. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, I've had a couple people ask me about it. I've oh, had really? I've had quite a few people say, "So when are you gonna have Gloria on?" That's kind. Um, and I'm not making that up. If you think I am, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were. But <laughs> um, whenever I whenever I hear people say, "Oh yeah," and like people say. I, or, like, people have been asking me, like, on Instagram, when mm. people are like, people have been asking me for, my, like, my famous nacho recipe. I'm like, mm. it's okay if you just want to share it. <laughs> yeah, like, but society doesn't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Um, anyways, yeah, I asked you to do this episode a while ago. Yes. And you said you didn't want to because you wanted to be in a better place um, before we recorded this. So since then, you have gone through your senior year, you've graduated, all that jazz. So kind of to start things off, let's ask the question, are you in a better place? And (laughs) if you are, how do I put you back into your bad place? (laughs) Uh, Not in a better place. I'm leaving. Um, uh, Yeah, I think my hesitation last time was that um, a big thing for me during that time in my life was authenticity. And just portraying myself as who I am. I think that my biggest struggle was never knowing who I am, but portraying it to others in a way that I felt was real. And so I didn't feel like I was in a season or a place that was true to the character that is Gloria. And so I needed to let some things go, I think. (laughs) I definitely... um, since then, I have learned that you're always going to be a work in progress. <laughs> There's no such thing as perfect. And even like in your decisions and your stages of life, like, uh, you know, you just be who you are, where you're at. So anyways, I was super excited to record this podcast because I just feel like I'm at a very um, authentic place. And also just a very, like, honest place that comes from much more a place of humility than trying to make myself look good. So, mm. Dang. That's awkward. <laughs> um, people, for those of you listening, whenever I record a podcast episode, the first thing I tell them, like, hey, this is to make you look good. I'm not trying to, like, make you look bad or anything. So Gloria's trying to get over that thing of making people look good by being on this podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Are you are you more satisfied with where you're at? Are you happy with how your senior year went? With how my senior year went? Yeah. It was a blur. Um, I think it's hard to look back on a season of your life that you feel like, um, you know, you wanted to see some things happen that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but overall, as much of a whirlwind as it was, it was a tremendous time of growth and as frustrating as it was especially with all like the college application process and all the dance videos I had to make um it was a pretty spectacular senior year that when I stood at the end of it and looked back I saw um just a lot of beautiful things so yes I am satisfied (laughs) in the words of some (laughs) so you are gonna be graduating I did graduate you did graduate. I did graduate. Right. Um, I walked, but you're going I to college. Yes, I am. Where are you going? What are you studying? Texas Christian University. So if you're ever in the Dallas or Fort Worth area and you're listening to this, chances are we know you. <laughs> so <laughs> right. please come visit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I am studying classical ballet um, and kinesiology to kind of take that into like movement sciences and maybe physical therapy. We'll see. So how did you get started in dance? In dance? Because we talk, Audrey and I talk a little bit about Gordon and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was a fluke accident, as some would call it. In our or family, God. In our family, we'd call it God. Basically, my mom had to drop some paperwork off at this church. Um, and me being the kid that I was, I would literally go anywhere and do anything with anyone. I was like, yeah, let's go. Um, and so mom said she was dropping up paperwork. So I hopped in the car. And we walked in of, like, the double doors of the church, and I'll, like, never forget this, but this lady was standing there. Are you here for the free ballet clinic? 
because she saw, you know, this mom and daughter walk in. And my mom was like, no, but tell us more about it. So long story short, City Gospel Mission has an awesome dance program called Princess's Ballet that meets all over Cincinnati. And we accidentally walked in halfway through one of his summer clinics. Um, And so I I started that day. I think mom bought like a bathing suit across the street for me to wear um, into the class. (laughs) It was, yeah, no, so awkward. (laughs) So terribly awkward. Good thing I was young. Um, And... I finished out the rest of the clinic with him. It was when I first met Gordon Havens. And then he begged me literally down on his knees in front of my parents um, to come to his hub site downtown. Uh, Oh, Gordon. Um, (laughs) And so I did. I had been wanting to dance for a bit. um, And he saw a lot of, like, natural ability in me, I guess. Um, And so I started dancing with him. And then that took me um, to a few different studios and a lot of different places over the summers that have grown me to be the dancer I am. What was it like being in such a intensely secular environment? Because like mm-hmm. the dance world is not <laughs> it's not the move. It's not very accepting. Yeah. It's accepting of uh, yeah, that's what I was selectivity. Say. I I think that there the dance world has numerous issues um to put it lightly i think that the worst pressure i faced was from like my friends and the people i cared the most about um you know to say things stand in support of things that i obviously disagreed with um i think the hardest was the balancing act of it all um because it's really easy to not be affected you know when it's like impersonal ballerina is on instagram that you see they're posting all this stuff because Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter they don't know you but it's so hard whenever it's your friends and it's your directors and it's everyone around you and the company that's pushing these things at you Mm -hmm. um and so it's a balancing act of loving them and putting you know your friendship above disagreements and also being okay with being honest and also being okay with like them being mad at you sometimes (laughs) Mm. um which thankfully hasn't come about a lot but you definitely have to have that conversation with yourself like am i gonna be okay if something gets brought up and i have to stand up for what i believe and am i gonna be okay with the consequences that they'll put on me for that yeah um so i think that's been the most difficult part especially like looking ahead at college it's a pretty liberal school um so that will be interesting um also there's just a bunch of like stigma and negativity and mental illnesses in the dance world that make it extremely difficult um especially like eating disorders and anxiety codependency um there's there's a lot there Mm -hmm. i remember you telling me about you 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 were just like imagine standing in front of a mirror for like six hours a day just critiquing your body and there was like naked yeah everyone yeah and then i was like and then try not to get it in in disorder (laughs) yeah Yeah, i was like try i dare you yeah yeah no for sure it's the worst like there's there's this moment in class when the teacher says like take your junk off which means like you have to take off like all your warm-ups like your excess clothing um and then you stand in front of the world of judgment um just in tights and a leotard and like with peers your age with young girls who are obviously like going through puberty and like developing that's so awkward like nobody wants to be there in that position yeah and then also like you know you have members you have a lot of members of like the opposite sex there too um it's definitely something to just get used to i feel like you just kind of i mean like you you stop feeling naked at some point i guess (laughs) it's it's still pretty hard like standing in front of a mirror and being told and reminded every second to critique your body um you to know what? to critique your body mm. and just in every like movement and shape that you're making and when it's a visual art based on movement shape and perfection it's pretty tough and you're an enneagram three right yep i remember Correct. you sent me that podcast on enneagram threes and <laughs> i listened to it and i've never <laughs> Related to something less in my life. <laughs> I know. Because you're there is four, like, like. You're not a wing three, let me well, tell you. Well, <laughs> no. Be, well, it's because like the. 
it's like the ones, it's the nines, the ones, and the threes that I do not like mm. internally relate to mm. at all. Mine are the sixes. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with you guys? Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I, I do not understand. Really? Sixes, no. I get, I get, I like sixes. <laughs> I understand sixes a no, lot. Yeah. I feel like the people I've been most confused about in life have been like sixes because I'm, I'm really good at like, you know, mm-hmm. seeing sing through people and stuff like that but i'm not as good as you and audrey i wish i wish i was as good as you and audrey you and really audrey br- oh yeah what do you have mean x-ray vision because i i tend to see like the best in people and i tend to not always see their like negative tendencies which i think is a great thing sometimes it sometimes it gets me in trouble um but it is really great like focusing on the positives of people but um but yeah sixes man i just can't figure them out like they, everything they do feels like a puzzle. I'm like, this is not the world I live in. It's really odd. I don't know. I understand the need for security. I under, like I understand it. Mm. Um, like grandma, grandma Wetrick. Yeah. She was a six and like she grew up like alcoholic parents. Right. Yeah. Post depression parents, post like born, you know, in the middle of World War Two and yeah. like that makes a lot of sense to me how like security is just like so so important but for threes like like threes and ones the whole like achievement and perfectionism (laughs) that is just not (laughs) who i am but what's so funny is like i am i'm probably more particular than you Hmm. and Uh, hmm. i'm i'm more critical i'm much more critical than you Uh-huh. But I'm much less of a perfectionist, <laughs> which is really which weird. is a really weird combination. <laughs> but you're a perfectionist who's not critical. I am critical. I'm of, I'm just saying in my, reference oh, to yeah, me. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's true. That's very true. All in of us Bergdorfs can be pretty critical. <laughs> That's We're, yeah. Well, it's would you describe it's, our family as aggressive? I would describe you as aggressive. Okay. <laughs> Not our whole family, because Audrey's like the least aggressive person I know. <laughs> Audrey? Yeah. That's just not true. Dude, no. You have not seen Do you know lately. how many cowards I know? Okay, no, no, no. She's not cowardly. <laughs> no, I know. It's not that at all. It's that she is so secure in herself at times, she just does not care. <laughs> she, she's like, she's like, you know what? Um, you do that. <laughs> Whereas I feel like you're very like get in the face. You like arguments, like they exhilarate you. Audrey just cries <laughs> sometimes. Well, arguments. I I I like it when people care. Yeah. The, okay. When, you like the passion. When somebody doesn't care about something, there is nothing that drives me crazier. There's nothing like because if you're doing something, you mean like one particular thing, or you anything, mean just like they, it seems like this person has zero interests. Like, well, so, like, if somebody, and I, I think I've, I might have used this example before. There was, like, that one kid who had his shoes open and, like, this shoelace is t- untied hmm. at CC one day. I was like, why are your shoes like that? Why are your shoes? I was like, I, I, and I didn't mean it to be accusatory. He right. might have interpreted it that way. <laughs> but I was just like, like, why did you make that decision? He's like, oh, I don't know. Hmm. I was like, what? Why? Uh, you don't know. <laughs> I'm like, like, you don't have to have, like, this <laughs> deep answer but if you don't care, why are you doing it? Mm. And if there's something where it's like, oh, like I didn't realize like my shoes were untied. Okay, like that's fine, that's whatever. If it's outside yeah. of your consciousness, but it obviously was. Yeah. That just fr- like if some I it just bothers me. It just bothered me no, so much. Why are you saying that? That reminded me of a story. This is an offhand comment you made to me like years ago in the car. Oh no. I I remember stories, conversations. They're like that's all I remember. That's what my head is filled with. Um, but. The like, voices. <laughs> There's so many voices. Um, but no, we were in the car and we were coming back from a uh, house group at Tracy Bud's house. Shout out to Tracy. What a, what a gal. She's the best. But anyways, we were in the car and there was a guy in your group and he looked like zoned out and you were friends with him. And so you were like, hey, like, what you thinking about? And he was just, nothing. <laughs> and, and you got in the car and you're like, Gloria, it doesn't add up. You can't be thinking about nothing. <laughs> You were like so confused how someone could be like so like like disengaged and like yeah. detached from like any like conscious thought, you know yeah. what I mean? So anyways, I guess that adds up. So with like would you call yourself a perfectionist? 
Yes. A recovering perfectionist. No, 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 no. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm definitely a perfectionist, um, which is a sucky thing to be, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I think being a perfectionist makes it so hard to find contentment. Yeah. Um, But also, being a perfectionist means you see a lot of bad but you also see a lot of good um because you're seeking those good things right because mm. that's what you want and so i remember growing up and i'm not an extremely like jealous person but i would like i would definitely be envious of people who had traits that i saw as good mm-hmm. um especially those that were like different than mine obviously it's it's right. easy to see those things in others um and so yeah I'm definitely a perfectionist, but it brings a lot of beauty along with struggle, I guess is my two cents. Okay. Okay. Because in the pursuit of perfection, you're pursuing good things. You know what I mean? Do you reach a point of contentment? In what? In just, like, general stuff. Just general... Because I feel like contentment is more so of a mindset and a choice. Definitely. Than like, definitely. It's not circumstantial. That's the point. I thought you were going to say circumcision. <laughs> That's all you've it's been talking about lately. Um, I think circumcision <laughs> is literally the funniest, funniest thing. thing. I don't know it's, why. I don't know why. You I told one of my coworkers, I was like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to circumcise you. <laughs> And I found I didn't know he was uncircumcised. <laughs> so awkward. And it was Still like it was literally oh, no. the funny. I was on the ground Dude, laughing so hard. When you first so told me that story, I was rolling. It was so funny. Oh my he god. He was so embarrassed. Just the fact that like you said that as a joke, and he was actually uncircumcised and so self conscious about it. I have I so for some reason have a keen knack <laughs> for, for finding this. out for innately knowing something. And then joking about it, and then having it be revealed, <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh, that's so odd." I'm sorry. We're just saying. I'm just gonna take your word on that one. <laughs> because, anyways, yeah, I am a perfectionist, but it's not all bad. Yeah, mm. I just remember as a kid, like you just definitely wanted a schedule. I wanted a schedule. Like there was one particular time we had some huh. neighbor kids over, and you were like, from like one thirty to. Two, we're gonna yeah. play inside, and then two mm. to two thirty, we're gonna go outside and play these games. And That's we reached so that point where you that. were like, "Okay, guys, let's go outside." And they're like, "No, nah, we're gonna stay in here." <laughs> and you just started crying. Like, how young was I? Probably. Like, I mean, we were in Hartwell. I was like six. Probably. I mean, yeah, like you were young, but that was just something I saw. Yeah. And I remember distinctively thinking, "I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna never make plans because I know they'll just get messed up." <laughs> Which took me and, so far. And so born the differences between Gloria and Noah. Um, I think out of all the siblings, we're probably the least alike. Yes, I would agree with that. Which is funny because we're the closest in age. Yeah. And we got so close, like, your senior year of high school. Yeah. Um, and basically like, after Natalie graduated. Yeah. But um, I didn't know how to act true to, like, myself during that time and you you were in a pit at that point so so i was so i very depressed <laughs> very not okay i all, could not walk all, all of us were so, <laughs> dude i was on crutches for part of that too that was more that actually that was later never mind but yeah no i was also i i was hecking depressed during part of that too it's funny I, I genuinely believe everyone in their life needs to experience depression. I feel like everyone does. Nowadays. Oh. I think okay. they do. But all, like, like, hmm. and what's bad is like, okay, like, how do you define depression? And then it's like, how, do, how does somebody experience a true season of depression? Because like, I, my experience of it was like, I kind of wanted to die. Oh no! And I remember you telling me about driving, just being like, "I can just whoop." I'm like, I'm like, whoop. just like five degrees. I'm on the opposite side of the highway, baby. And I remember when you told me that, I was so concerned. Yeah, but I like, about like, that like for like six days straight. Like, was I dramatic? Yes. Am I moody? Yes. Am I working on it? Yes. That's all you can do. But all that to say, like, whenever somebody goes through a season of just like, "Hey, I kind of hate life." You get to appreciate, okay, like, what does good life look like? Mm. 
you know? Yeah. And I think I've seen that in you, especially past your junior year. Mm. Like, your junior year? Mm. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it was a time. I was I was alive. I wasn't really alive. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, no, it was... Um, I was very dramatic my junior year, which... Um, you know, there was a lot of frustration. There was a lot of unfairness, um, I think, that happened at school um, that, like, really, really got to me, um, which I shouldn't have let it, really. It didn't matter. Um, but there was a lot of dynamics, and I moved to a school my junior year, and it was just completely overwhelming. Like, all these people had heard these, like, terrible things about me that were very far from the truth. Um, before I'd even started school there, and it it just made it really difficult um, to feel like I had a place. Yeah. Um, and then I just didn't like how people like conducted themselves a lot of the time. I was like, really? Like you're gonna act like that? Um, <laughs> I was just I was really like disappointed in the people and in the program, and it was something I was really excited for. Um, and just feeling so misunderstood by so many people. Yeah. Um. It was, I internalized a lot of that. But while it took me the whole junior year to really come out of that funk, um, once I was out of it, it was such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, and it's really great looking back on it and just being like, yeah, you know, that happened. And it's not something that was great, but there was so much that I learned mm -hmm. the hard way because I've come to discover that I am... Um, I usually have to learn things the hard way, <laughs> which really, really sucks. <laughs> I wish people, like, because it's not that I don't trust people, I do. I just romanticize things in my head, or mm -hmm. I think that they'll be different. And um, and everyone lets you down. Yeah, true. Perfectionist. <laughs> D yeah, disappointment is a real thing you struggle with, and I think I'm a naturally, I'm just a really, really, like, hopeful person. Like, I just hope for the best, and... I see the best in people, so I hope for the best in people. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't always come out. Or, you know, I hope for the best in situations and in places and in experiences, which is why, like, I've come to realize my favorite experiences in lives and, like, in my life so far are the ones I did not see coming. Like, it's the days like what? that totally veered off plan. Just anything. It's the little moments. It's not, like, prom nights. Those were a fat disappointment <laughs> oh i loved prom no i did not i really did not i remember just coming home and like walking on the driveway for an hour trying to clear my head from everything that just transpired in the last four hours so yeah it's just like the little sweet surprises that you had no clue were gonna be a part of your day yeah that make everything so beautiful um so yeah Anyways, that's all I have to say. And speaking of that childhood story, I never remember doing that. And I don't think that was from such a perfectionistic standpoint as it was I I really just wanted people to have a good time. Right. Like, I think Maybe it stems from a good place, but also, yeah. like, it can easily become controlling yeah. and idealistic. Huh. Yeah, definitely idealistic. Yeah. Controlling, too. I can see that for sure. Yeah, no, I was I talking right. to Nick hmm. whenever I was hanging out with him yesterday. We were talking about Dietrich Bonhoeffer and one of the things that yeah. he, like, he said this in a book that I've read. <laughs> he he gave this quote from a book that I read and I like, I just, it didn't stick with me hmm. because I'm not an idealist and like it doesn't, <laughs> like I'm like this does not apply to me. <laughs> My brain is just throwing that wad of paper away. Um, but like, <laughs> he was he was saying how Bonhoeffer has this quote about how basically idealists are the most dangerous people to their society. <laughs> we are a menace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they're genuine menaces to society. Wait, this, wait why? I'm so fascinated. Um, I'll pull up the quote. Okay. It was it like it just had to do with the fact that they were continually trying to make their situation something that it wasn't. Mm. Um, that's interesting. I think being where your boots are is a really important lesson for idealists. Being where your boots are. Ooh. Being where your boots are. I think it's a really important lesson for perfectionists and idealists to come to terms with because it's so, so easy to live in the, the next thing 
you know because yeah. you spend all your present time thinking about the next thing and then you get disappointed when the next thing is your present thing and then you think about the next thing um and it's this little time in between what has happened and what is yet to happen that the living takes place in and you've got to be willing to be there to mm. to live it out that so, was my stall as you found the i i welcome. noticed that and i deeply <laughs> appreciate it um this is the quote. It says, those who love their dream of Christian community more than they love the Christian community itself become <laughs> destroyers of that Christian community, even though mm. their personal intentions may be ever so honest, mm. earnest, and sacrificial. God hates this wishful dreaming <laughs> because it makes the dreamer proud and pretentious. Jeez. Those who dream of this idealized Jeez. community demand that it be fulfilled by God, by others, and by themselves. Mm. That that quote kind of goes on, but that's that's yeah. sort of the gist of it. No, that's good. But I also think that we need dreamers. We need idealists. Because I find that, like... Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. What? Oh, nothing. I was singing the TikTok part. Continue. Um, the Bo Burnham song. What was I saying? <laughs> A word? <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, like, idealists, like, there are yeah. times where, I, like, I'm like, okay, well, like, this idea that I have definitely won't turn out this way. Mm. And, like, if this community, whenever I'm a part of a community or whatever, I'm like, can I actually change this? Mm. Do I actually, like, have any impact on this community? Yeah. Uh, and then, but, like, mm. idealists are like, we are earth shakers. <laughs> Let's ask for <laughs> some revival. <laughs> and I'm just, like, rolling my eyes, <laughs> oh, but no. also, like, hey, at least you care. Yeah. Yeah, you were saying how we need dreamers. Yeah. I I loved the part of the quote that talked about without loving the Christian community. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because if you're focusing on the right things, and, like, that kind of goes back to what I was saying, like, living in the present, you know, because the present is the Christian community, not where you want it to go and what Mm -hmm. you want to see happen, Um, but just loving people, like, where they're at is like the best thing you can do and that's when those sweet surprises like pop up so yeah i i would agree with that quote except the god hates wishful thinking. god hates it <laughs> god, and god hates you <laughs> yeah that was a little rough um but no i'd agree with that i feel like that's i feel like that's very fair i think that people like me tend to um realize their like polarity you know like mm. lots of times they see the influence they can have uh. and they don't always have the confidence to execute speaking from experience um and that's something that they have to grow in and also it's something that they need to remain humble in um because it can be taken to extremes so quickly are they just like yeah i have so much influence <laughs> is that what you're saying no i mean like they get so frustrated because they can see like how great it could be and like they see the power within themselves to lead that charge oh oh like a three eight oh my gosh that's a terrible combination (laughs) i'm a i'm a three two so i wouldn't know about that but well um, three eight's not like a like like you know there's different levels of yeah, for sure. Whatever. I like secretly like the Enneagram more than I'd like to admit, <laughs> you know, yeah, because I, I, I like whenever I talk to people and they're able to tell me, I'm like, oh, like, that makes a lot of sense. Unless I'm there's like, six. When they tell me that I'm a six, I'm like, I give up now. Yeah. Sixes are like know- Billy. Billy was a six. Oh, really? Yeah. I only know two sixes and they both genuinely confuse me. Like wholeheartedly. I can never tell you what's going through their head. Really? Yes. Which is really. Do odd. you have a type that you get you don't get along with besides six? Well, it's not that I don't get along with them; it's that I don't understand them. Okay. Do you have a type um, that you don't get along with? Hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, no. I love sevens. Don't get me wrong, but I've known some pretty obnoxious sevens. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna medicate sevens. <laughs> you're just like, here, take this pill, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've just known some sevens that just live their life with so little consideration for others it makes me sick i'm like literally really yeah because it's all about their feelings of fun and them chasing the high and Mm. they don't really they don't care to come down to other people's levels you know because sometimes people are going through stuff and lots of times sevens will portray i'm sorry this is really general i know fantastic sevens i'm just thinking of like two of them (laughs) right (laughs) which is probably not a good generalization and i hate them (laughs) 
don't. Yo. No, I don't hate them. I don't. Hate you can them. say it. I don't, but I don't hate them. There's not. Good. There was not hatred in my heart. Um, no, but they just they even though they like they like to portray sometimes that they're get down in the ditch whenever people are feeling bad and that's not true on a large scale of many of the amazing sevens i know there's just a few i'm trying to think other than dad there's no real people that i okay sometimes did you say dad no (laughs) i I can't talk dad is not a seven no dad is not a seven who did you say oh i was just saying that sometimes nines frustrate me because i'm like if we would just address the issue <laughs> this mm. could this could all be over by now <laughs> but no there's no number in particular that i have a problem with obviously there's like good and bad stuff with to all of them all of them and i don't think that they're completely inclusive enough of an entire person you know what i mean yeah so what are your goals for this coming semester what are you most looking forward to Hmm. Hmm. Freshman year at college. Freshman year. Isn't that pretty crazy? I think my goals have changed so much over the summer. Um, honestly, I don't know how so much of my life is going to look starting, like, literally two weeks from now. Um, and I'm learning to be really open to that. Mm Mm-hmm. I, like, obviously I have the basic things. The only things I've really, like, envisioned are the first, like, two weeks there. Because <laughs> that's all I know that's coming. Um, but I've just tried to be open to that instead of, like, planning and putting all my hopes and, like, these things that I know are going to happen over my college career. It's planning more, it out. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more just like, hey, like, I don't know what I don't know. And I'll figure it out when I get there. And I'll learn about all these things and hear about all these things and... Right now, all my hopes are very little hopes, like exploring campus and getting to the point where it feels regular to get into my room and, you know, showering in the communal showers and and going to bed and waking up and getting into routine and eating at the calf and learning how to be, like, um, honest and open with, like, my roommate and living with someone who's not obligated to like you, like your family. Um, So. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a big deal but it's just very little things like I know I really want to get connected in some type of campus ministry I know I want to find a church um, mm-hmm. beyond that I don't really see a lot happening like obviously I want to make great friends in the dance program get married by your sophomore year wow ring by spring, by spring. baby yeah no that's <laughs> is, do you know that's if that's a the thing ring. there I doubt it is that's a Lee thing <laughs> I hate Lee. No, I love it. Mm. No, I love I Lee. I really do. I. <laughs> they don't have a dance program. <laughs> what is if the if you could know like right now? Okay. Something about your college career. What would it be? How successful I am. Post grad. Not post. Well, it's like the moment after I graduate. Like I want to see myself that day. Like I want to see where my dancing's at if that makes sense yeah. because that determines so much of like what the rest of my life and career will look like i just i want to know where i'm at like yeah in like my personal relationships in my relationship with god like i'd want to see oh my gosh there's a spider what look at this sucker no look it looks like it's floating you want it Ooh, oh oh on your hand your yeah i right. see him don't blow him at me you're about to <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Okay, you were saying. Anyways, I just, um, yeah, I'd want to see that. Because I feel like that's the moment that dictates your, like, adult life. At least the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I guess just that. I mean, there's no big event that I know is going to happen. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no, like, big grand reveal. or I mean, I guess there's a senior capstone. Yeah. I guess that'll be cool. Are you trying to, like, get married no, out I'm, of me? No. <laughs> like, what are you trying to I'm get trying to get you to say you want to get married. No, I just remember, like, being so stressed out about, like, like if I could know exactly who my friends were and, like, exactly, really? like, the people. Oh, yeah. Really? That's all that I stressed out about. That's so odd. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, all those things ebb and flow, and I don't know. I'm also really lucky. Like, I have some incredible friends that 
mean the world to me. I hate all of them. And that's not true. You love Felicity. Shout out to Felicity. Shout out to Felicity. Shout out to Livy. Shout out to Miriam. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And if I didn't say your name. Shout out to London. Shout out to London, for <laughs> sure, for sure. If you needed a rep- an accordion repairman, um, London's your guy. If I didn't say your name, uh, don't talk to me. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the... No. Shout out to all the dance girls. Sure. You don't know uh, any of them. I don't but, know any But I of swear them. they're great. <laughs> they're babes. They're babes. Anyways. Are you scared to be by yourself? Like, no family? All alone? In Texas? Honestly? Nobody? Not okay, even not even an airplane ride? Can't even car ride? I'm trying to make it That's... more <laughs> worse than what it is. No, I mean, it's pretty bad. Yeah. No, it's definitely crazy that i have to fly to my college um and that it's a 15 hour car ride <sighs> honestly though you're talking to the girl who when she was 16 didn't see her family for a month flew oh on yeah two airplanes to go literally down to mississippi to spend two weeks and it wasn't until she hopped off her second plane and was in the airport in jackson mississippi that realized huh I'm going somewhere where I know absolutely not a single soul and still kept going. <laughs> Is there something cathartic about that to you? Um, it's not that I, I don't, I don't chase highs. I chase difficult things. <laughs> it's, it's one of the more puzzling pieces of my personality that I still have not come to understand in many ways, but I love Doing what's easy feels like a cop-out to me, mm-hmm. like in more ways than one. Because typically, I think that when in life, oftentimes the hard things are like the right things. And I think I internalize that very young as being like the rule of thumb. The hard thing is right. <laughs> really? <laughs> Which is really odd, right? It's super weird. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, no. I haven't met many people who understand that side. Um, but it's there's something about so like threes are like the achievers right yeah so in order to achieve you have to be doing something yeah and the greater the difficulty the greater the sense of achievement right i did it i I conquered (laughs) you stand on top and you're like heck yeah um which is really weird and honestly you get so caught up in moving the mountains in front of you that you don't even stop to look back on everything else that you've done yeah. You know, like, you don't stand at the top long enough to appreciate what you did before you move on to the next thing. Um, so that's definitely a big part of, like, you know, contentment and just retrospect, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so while it's, like, daunting being so far from home and I know how much I'm going to miss home, one of the hardest thoughts, I think, is, like, life continuing mm-hmm. without me here. Does that make sense? Yeah, Which like is... David and Gracie growing up, and yeah, I thought about that all the time. My senior it's year, it's less of them; it's more so like Audrey, mom and dad. I think I feel just like that's really odd. So that... bad for all of them, <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, no, I honestly at the end of okay, summer of senior year, mom for all of us has always been like, I'm ready for you to leave. <laughs> really oh yeah she's talked about it she's like she's like yeah when natalie moved out i was ready and noah i about threw him out before (laughs) that is not at all what happened she she literally told me that in the kitchen today we were joking about it she was like she was like man that boy he kept telling me mom i'm 18 you shouldn't like stop telling me this and she was like exactly you're 18 i shouldn't have to be telling you this (laughs) what is she referencing like cleaning my room or something and like all the things you weren't getting ready for college <laughs> i love how you made your decision on lee based off yeah i can make friends anywhere so i guess i'll just go to lee oh i guess i'll go to lee because it's cheaper <laughs> <laughs> mom's out here trying to be like he just doesn't put any thought into things like, he excuse me <laughs> Anyways, so uh, I've been waiting for mom to so feel mad. that like all summer. I, I contest <laughs> that. I do not think that she... Dude, she's straight up. She will tell you. I don't think she I, was. Yes, she was. I don't think she was. She, liter- she told me that today and she talks about it all the time. I she told you that you. today? Literally today. We talked about it. I'm gonna... 
throw some hands with her downstairs. I just think I reached this point where I was like, don't tell me what to do. Like, 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 <laughs> and she was like, exactly. I shouldn't have to tell you. But you would like leave your laundry in the washer for like two days. That is what? <laughs> yes. And, and you wouldn't clean your room or you wouldn't clean the bathroom. Okay. Okay. And like so your I car understand. was a wreck. <laughs> My what? And you're like, the car was a wreck and you wouldn't prepare anything for college. You're like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> she was like, pack, Noah, pack. Well, it's because she wanted to like, she's like, you're going to need this lamp and you're gonna need this highlighter and i'm like mom i don't highlight worth crap like i have never done that i'm not going to start doing that i'm not gonna be that kid that's like oh let me use my three color system for my highlight i highlight characters in blue that's true she was actually pretty worried about your study skills i think like she was always yelling at you to like use note cards in high school oh oh i remember (laughs) that was the one argument that dad told her she was being unreasonable and i remember I just, I just, yes, yes. I was like fist pumping up in my room. I'm like, we did it, boys. We won one. She was just like, you got to make the note cards for the information. You got to make the note cards. And I was just like, that makes no sense. That is not how I work. That's not how I operate. She's like, but you have to do it. And I'm like, no, I don't. And I wrote, I wrote a full paper and she was trying to make me go back and and do the note note cards cards and write a rough draft and write a rough draft, which I didn't do. Um, is that on me? Yes. But I didn't care. <laughs> you didn't care about a lot of things. <laughs> and it showed. And, and whenever dad came in, it was like... Your papers were trash. Like, no offense. No, 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 no. There were some papers that <laughs> no, I worked hard on. Yeah, but still, I don't know. I feel like... Was there... My senior thesis was fire. Yeah. Yes. That was the only I thing I cared about. I reading that. That was good. I think about and that. And everything that I've done in college has actually been like... Pretty good. Pretty I just good. remember you always being like, I just, I can't like tie down my thoughts. Which makes sense. You're ADHD. You craziness. But... Do yeah, you feel like you're more like mom or like dad? Or if you're a combination, what what attributes? I feel like I'm neither of them. <laughs> like I came out of... No, that's not true. I mean, I... Okay. Um... Okay, social mannerisms, I'm definitely mom, which is why everyone tells me I look like mom, because I do look like mom. You do look like mom. I look like mom, and I act like mom with people. Mom is like... Hey, you're going to age well, bro. Hey, All of my friends have crushes on mom. Shout out to to hot moms. Please never say that again. Shout out to hot moms. Please never say that again in my entire life. Uh, Absolutely. Older women. Uh, No, that's disgusting. Older women. we're editing that out. I'm not editing that out. That's disgusting. I will sneak into your computer and edit that out. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Thank you. Don't let your moms listen Thank to you. this. Oh ha, ha, Stop, ha. Noah. People we know listen to this. <laughs> Shout, I was about to start like shouting out different moms. <laughs> different moms that you think are hot. Yeah. Noah. I remember. I remember. Stop. No. When I don't I was care kid, what you want. Whatever you're gonna I, say. I had the biggest crush on Jay Henry's mom. No. There was like Mrs. I, Henry was the, my tutor. There was like here. some. There was like some girls or whatever. Noah. My friends were talking about like, oh, like this girl's cute. I was like, yo, Jay, I'm looking at your moms. <laughs> That's so disgusting. It's not disgusting. That's really... You were like eight. I was like nine or ten. She was attractive. She was my my tutor when I was like eight. I think it's healthy for like... like, (laughs) I think think it's healthy. (laughs) Okay. Maybe not healthy. But also it's understandable. It's understandable. I I don't know. I feel like it is. Okay. So so, so, here's the thing. As the student leader of... For my internship. Okay. I know I'm like Why are we talking about hot moms? the most. Th- this is connected. Just hear me out. Th- like, like I know I'm not the most attractive person or whatever. I give myself I like that. a solid middle of the road. I'm like, you won't pick me apart in a crowd, but also like, my <laughs> wife's not gonna be like, ugh, I settled. You know, like, <laughs> she like, won't be too disappointed. I, I have confidence in that. But you know here's what? the I thing. Here's like the thing. Too. I feel like people always say we look the same, anyways. And we're and <laughs> we're hot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um no 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 um so so like i recognize just by simply being an older guy huh. girls like me huh. okay that's as true. the intern that's true for like as middle the, school girls that's what i'm saying yeah as the older figure so like every like that's why like every eight-year-old boy is going to like 17 18 year old girls and be like Haha, hey how's it going and they're that's like true. trying to impress they're them really annoying yeah, it's really stupid yeah. and really obnoxious, but yeah. also it makes sense. So as a nine to ten year old boy, Jay Henry's mom, who looked pretty young, 
That makes a lot of sense. It's not like, I like 50-year-old We're women. We're moving on from this topic. I feel like I wanted to ask you questions. I just no, want to talk about hot moms. No. That's what's on my <laughs> that's mind. Just, that's that's what I'm passionate about. That's what on your mind. 24-7. What was I even talking about? My boss knows this now. He was that's telling really, me, he's like, so really? It's really ridiculous. Older women. What was your boss at the church or your boss at construction? Uh, Jeff. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Okay, what was I talking about? Before um, you popped off with, oh, I'm gonna age really well. You're gonna age. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna age great. If you age you. like mom, I appreciate that. Hot mom. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So socially, mom is one of the most like, like gracious people I know, for sure. Like hands down. What did you just look at me? Oh, it was a piece of styrofoam. Child. Um. Mom is like so gracious, and I think I take after her in that way. Yeah. And with how I treat people, like yeah. I never want them to feel uncomfortable or pressured or literally anything as i'm talking to you i want you to feel so pressured right now i don't feel any pressure oh man Bummer. i know you can make me feel so much pressure did you know that <laughs> you literally you oh and like i know i have, have so prob- much <laughs> you have, I have so much influence you- over me it's not okay <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that was so loud you know you literally have like literally so much influence over in what me. way it's in every way it's even like in your mannerisms while we're talking like if i feel like you're disinterested <laughs> like it really like is that why you had me put on the headphones yeah okay it's the nba draft that's what i was looking at Ooh, uh, then why are we doing this tonight it's just yeah. literally a notification on my phone that was what i was looking oh, at you were like messing with the clothes and looking around which, like, I don't blame you for, but it also, like, it psychs me out because I know the difference of when you're engaged and when you're not. Okay. Cause I well, I'm engaged that. now! Yeah, I know. That's why I had you put on the headphones, dum-dum. Anyways, thanks for yelling. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but I think in my mental thought processes, yeah. I am so much more like dad than what people realize. Okay. Because, 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 first off, um, I still think dad and I are very different. But, like, spatially, like, Dad and I have fantastic spatial awareness, and we can just, like, visualize and see things, and we're like, that's not going to fit in that space. Yeah. And so, in that that's way... That's odd. You're talking about packing, aren't you? No. I'm talking about, like, if you're moving furniture around. Right. Like, you can see something, and you know it's not going to fit. Okay. So, like, visually, we're very, like, um, I don't know. The same depth. eye to detail. Yes. We're yeah. very detail-oriented, and that has helped me, like, so much in my dancing. Yeah. Especially just in, like, once you, like, you visualize things, and you can see things, and you can do them, and you can replicate them. Um, but also, Dad's just, like, intense eye for detail, for sure. Now, Dad gets very angry about details. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get angry because i think you guys have the same um perfectionism or he, at, or at least like the discontentment like that um maybe maybe yeah we can definitely get caught up in things for sure yeah and we definitely you know like very get her done i think a big difference between dad and i is i see a lot of things as hindrances <laughs> like negative things as hindrances so i don't get mad I don't get, like, I, I, I barely, like, I try not to get upset with myself or others. Like, I'm never upset with anyone in authority because I see that as a hindrance, um, which is really odd. But, like, if something doesn't go my way, I see, like, crying and being upset about it as a waste of time. <laughs> so, okay. So I just keep moving. Now, that's all, not always healthy. So I've learned that, like, obviously you've got to, You've got to accept when things are trashy and you've got to meet that where it's at. And also that's just healthy. Like that's how you move on and get past things is you just, you take a minute to live in it, accept what you're feeling. You feel Feel sad. You feel the trash. Cry a little bit. You feel the trash. Put on that sad playlist. (laughs) I don't have a sad playlist. Turn off the lights. (laughs) That's Get naked. That's more concerning. Put yourself in the fetal position in the corner. (laughs) <laughs> you, you already took never mind never mind never mind never mind well, no never what are you gonna say? Mind, say it play by play anyways um but like yeah if you just it honestly it's so much healthier to just accept the trashy emotion and then move on yeah. but that's also the thing like i don't like to hold on to stuff and also if people like make me angry or do something that i feel like yeah, I don't know. If you hurt someone I love, that's whenever I don't like you. Yeah. Like, it, people can say trash to me, and I don't really care. Like, I just kind of like that's it off. big mama bear energy. Like yeah, the mom sure. friend or whatever. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But like, like people who've hurt like Natalie or you, 
I'm like, mm, nobody's me, hurt me. Give me the boxing gloves. I've never Shut been up, hurt. Liar. I've never been hurt. <laughs> you will cry. Nobody's like, ever hurt no. me. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest <laughs> lie I've heard in this closet. Um, speaking of closets, speaking um, of closets. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, I will say. Um, hmm. What was I going to say? I will say it. I will say it. I will, I will, It'll, give I will, me a minute. I will, I will say something eventually. I swear it's profound. Um, no. Oh, I was just going to say that um, along the lines of, you know, feeling things and moving on. Oh, here's what I was going to say. It's that also, like, if you disrespect me, that I that I don't like. Like, if you're, like, mad at me, or if you say something that's, like, blatantly unfair, like, it's whatever, but yeah. if you do something that's, like, demeaning, or honestly, not even demeaning, it's when people do things or you're say just like, things... You're like, I will crush you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like, it's more like when people do something to me that is so not me. Like, anytime anyone, like conducts themselves in a manner towards me yeah that it just exemplifies the fact that they do not know me at all yeah like that really bothers me like yeah. why did why would you think that you could say that to me <laughs> <laughs> who gave you the right <laughs> but no like like sometimes like there's been some guys that have like done that and like what makes you think that you can talk to me like that like i don't i don't understand <laughs> like what you know, like, okay, like, really, like, trashy DMs or pickup. It's, like, it's just really frustrating because I'm, like, you clearly don't understand me or my heart. And the fact that you're approaching or me like in this manner is, to like, me. yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. like, disrespectful almost. Like, that's what bothers me because it just, it, like, it's, like, basically they're just shouting in the face, like, in my face how much they don't know me. And they're saying that they, then they're, they're pretending like they do. It bothers me. I don't like that. I remember, I remember, um, Natalie, this guy liked Natalie when she was like 13, 14 or whatever. And he was super sweet dude. Um, but he just did not know how to love her. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to do these massive, like romantic gestures. That's so obnoxious. Of, He's like, 13. I mean, I think he was like, maybe they were older. They might have been a bit older. Okay. But like, he wanted to like buy her roses. I mean, that's cute. And like, open up his shirt and have like the Superman thing underneath it. Open up his shirt. Well, like, like the Superman T-shirt underneath it, and then like play this song about like waiting for Superman or something. That's really. And I I remember telling him like, hey man, like that's really sweet, and I know like it's because you care, but that does not speak to Natalie. No. Especially in high school. Maybe now she'd like it a little more. I think now she'd be more comfortable with something along those lines. But that's... Still not like a Superman. Well, like, like, that was just a song she listened to at that point. But I just remember that being like, oh, like, okay. I have to... And what's kind of sad is, like, I have to change the way that I love people Mm -hmm. onto who it is. Mm. Because, like, you know, there have been girls that I've talked to that, like, I've said or done things with that like I probably wouldn't with a different girl Mm. because like yeah not to necessarily be like false or disgenuine Mm. but like um for example like writing letters or something that's not something I ever planned on doing that's not something that like I've done since but that was something that spoke to that particular girl and that was fine right but yeah at the same time I think that's also part of how you understand a good relationship is that maybe they're not expecting these things of you yeah. that aren't necessarily within your character, but also maybe that's mm-hmm. part of service mm-hmm. and being able to like deeply like, no, I want to do this thing for you because I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And so when people Definitely. get disrespectful like that and yeah. being like, like, who gave you the right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And, that's and so frustrating. And it's and it's not that it's, like, that accusatory, but it just, like, that's one of the few things that bother me that people do directly to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause like, I like, can, as a woman or as just in general? Just, like, as a person. Yeah. Because I feel like they're, like, they're treating me as just, like, any any random girl they don't understand <laughs> like it's like hey so little weird. mama <laughs> it's, yeah or just like any hot mom like, on the street <laughs> any, hot, any of those hot moms out there but no. she's like got her kid in a stroller and i'm walking home like hey Stop. you got a house you got a oh home oh i got an apartment oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm uh, a junior in college. I'm, a ju- 
will make a crib. <laughs> I will make a crib for your no, baby, not yeah. a real house. <laughs> this is my crib. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, no, that's one of the few things that bother me. I think here's something I find really interesting about myself, like in relationships. Um, I, I, f- I think I feel a really deep need for security in relationships. And you don't relate to sixes. Yeah, no, they... That's they, a, their whole thing. Yeah, I know. They really confuse me, though. Okay. It's like, it's like, oh, I don't know why they confuse me. They just do. They're all so different, too. Like, no six is the same, which I get is true with any number. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> no person is the same. <laughs> Imagine that. I wish everyone We're was like uniform. It, like, there's the... So, gorillas in one of their albums, they have this interlude where they have these people like like this person is talking to a uh-huh. crowd yeah. and he goes repeat after me <laughs> i promise to be an individual <laughs> and, guy, and they repeat it and he goes Dude. i promise to be unique <laughs> and they all repeat it i promise to be a free thinker <laughs> and this whole crowd is like yeah Dude, at Pep. That's how Yeah, it's Pep. just... They, like, think us of Freemasons, but also, we dare you to wear a shirt that shows your bra strap. <laughs> you like, we dare it. you to dye your hair. We dare you to... Yeah. I, I just I just think worst. it's so funny whenever people are just like like yeah weird. I just like really open minded people and like like we're just so open minded and I'm like dude sometimes okay. sometimes I take things to like unnecessarily deep psychological levels like like when you were just talking about that I was reminded I was reminded of this thing about like collectivism versus individuality and like how mm-hmm. it served different cultures and like the trend of like America and where we're going with our with our like complete our individualism yes complete individualism that leaves no room for anything unifying but oh. also like um i mean i love indie music but like you know this whole thing of like you know i'm not like the other girls i'm not like the other i like cow print <laughs> i like <laughs> clearly <laughs> clearly am i, I better play than everyone xbox right? <laughs> <laughs> literally who likes cow print that's like the worst thing cow ever print. i've never understood that in my entire life but anyways then also like we're in dance class today and it's a port of rock class which basically just means like study and movement of your arms yeah which is um it was a really great class but anyways but she's you know she's talking about like yeah like why do they like that and in my brain i'm like well it's the law of continue like of continuity like you want to see something like it's in your human nature that yeah. like you can follow things easier whenever they continue and flow and not when they're like sharp and crisp and jacket and broken and so i'm like so obviously like you'd want to translate that into this beautiful art form and i'm like man i cannot raise my hand to answer this question <laughs> I would have. <laughs> no. They were like, they're like, because it looks like it's floating. And the teacher was like, absolutely. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like I mean, not that they're I... wrong. No, no. I just, I would have taken that way too far. Anyway, yeah. in relationships, as I was saying, I think, I think like when you're talking about the Superman thing, I think the weirdest, the, the part that unsettles me the most about that, and I totally get that this was not his context or like meaning or the right, context right. at the time, but just like the thought of like idolizing your spouse kind of scares me but i also want to you know you get what i'm saying yeah we're like i want i I, i've been thinking but i don't know if i want them to idolize me i want to be so (laughs) impressed by whoever i'm with like like genuinely impressed yeah that like they like blow you away that it's just like wow i need to get my like, like like that's what i want i want to be impressed yeah and that's part of like being in love, I think, to me. Yeah. Um, there is a form of like exclusivity with like your spouse that like, not necessarily that you are to worship her, but there mm-hmm. is a sense of. There is a worship in serving. I re- I really mm-hmm. do believe that. Where like, obviously you can't idolize your wife, but mm-hmm. you're supposed to love her as like Christ loved the church. Yeah. Um, and that is like to die for her. Hmm. I don't know. That's just kind of my take on that because. Yeah. I don't want to like, obviously, mm-hmm. be like, wow, this person like like be so enamored with a person that you don't see their flaws, but at the same time, there's a level of like, wow, I uh. I scored. I wow wow. <laughs> you sound like Kyle, the friendly biker from Gravity Falls. Tyler the cute biker. No. That's his name. No. Mm, you're wrong. I contest. Well, yeah, you're I pro- wrong. I probably am wrong. Do you want to bet on on Mike? 
I bet any amount of money. No. Any amount, right? Because you're wrong. Would, I would, I would bet a few coffee beans. A word? Yes. Yield coffee? Shout out to Yield Coffee. <gasps> Shout out to Yield Coffee. If you live in Cincinnati, you gotta buy, yield. Get, get Yield Coffee. You gotta have Yield Coffee. You buy don't them. like coffee until you've had Yield Coffee. Yeah. All right? I don't care about all you Run by some family, friends of ours. The, it's actually of. just stinking good coffee. It, it is fire coffee. It's just the best. Sensational. <laughs> um, mm. Yes. Mm. So, uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Any thoughts you want to... Any wisdom, mm. any, if you could tell a freshman year Gloria in high school, some in advice. In high school? Yeah. Don't be dumb. Um, wow. Great <laughs> advice. <laughs> Words to the wise. Um, what would I tell her? Um, I wouldn't do anything differently as much as things went south <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I would have rather gone north. <laughs> yeah, for sure, but... Like, everything that, you know, it's so cheesy to say, so I don't even want to say it, but... Say it. There was things I needed to learn and pain I needed to feel. Um, no, it was, um, what a time high school was. You know what? i just tell her to smile and be proud of herself. <laughs> because, honestly, like, there's, there's a lot that happened and a lot I faced and yeah I just I would just say keep your chin up like and stop letting other people's opinions bother you mm. um it's terrible advice I know no one's ever said it before groundbreaking <laughs> revelational <laughs> revelational unique <laughs> I am unique <laughs> yeah uh yeah no I think my only closing thoughts are just like everything we learned in Bev's leadership class. I think, I think that's like Bev. changed my life the last few weeks. And even just as I'm, you know, I'm transitioning, I'm transitioning out of leadership in a lot of things as I'm moving away. Obviously, I can't like continue doing the ways I spent my time in high school. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, the most beautiful and fulfilling things like teaching dance um, at the ministry. It's totally changed how I've approached handing off authority and responsibility. Yeah. Um, and I've just been so thankful for that. And it's given me so much peace. And I think it's given others so much freedom. Just, like, lead authentically as you. Like, I had a meeting with um, this fantastic dance teacher who's taking over the site I taught of, like, just a bunch of girls that have been my world for the last, like, four years. And she was all like, how do, how do you run your class? And I was like, I'm going to tell you, um, but before I do, this is how I did it, and you're not me, and I yeah. don't want you to be me. It would be so bad if you tried to be me, because you and yourself have so much to give to these girls, and it would hurt them and yourself and me <laughs> if, you, if you tried to lead like anyone else but yourself. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think I'd tell... Young Gloria, a lot of things. Um, don't worry so much. Quit being anxious about stupid things. Mm. Don't think about, like, your body so much. Like, mm. literally just don't. <laughs> like, yeah. just think about better things. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think that's great advice. Um, Thank you. Shout out to Bev. Shout out to Bev. Literally oh. changed my life in that week. I she's the coolest cat. I adore her. I Dude, like she. I'm like, shoot, if I could, sorry, that was. She genuinely like won my heart that week. Dude, she was so amazing. I did not realize how, how badly I needed camp. Yeah, Bev was our church camp director. For those of you who don't know. Yeah. Just like such, such a wise, grounded woman. For sure. Who um, has lived very sacrificially. Oh, yeah. And... Faithfully. Faithfully and humbly. hmm And has done amazing things in the quiet and private of her life. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, um, a couple of things before we close. One, um, I'm mostly kidding about hot moms. And, <laughs> no bid you review? And two, um... There's nothing I get a review? 
Uh, do you want me to review Hot Moms? No, no. <laughs> That'd be terrible. No, you know what um, I want you to. You know what? You know what I want to review? Yeah. What? Even though this podcast episode is a thousand times longer than I ever wanted this to be, because I only like the episodes that are forty-five minutes like long. Okay. <laughs> so it's fine. We'll just edit half of it out. I only have one episode that's forty-five minutes long. I know, and I wanted to be the second one. Good for you. You should have told me that. Anyways, what were you saying? I wanted to preface it with that, but we jumped in. It's a bummer. Oh. Freaking the game growing up, run away from Gloria. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a great. Okay. I, I stopped doing the review no. thing because, like, nobody cared. I and, care. Uh, the game the run game. away from Gloria yeah, so, is both the instructions and the objective yeah. all in the title. And it was my favorite game no. for a very, very long time. It was a traumatizing time. game. No it wonder. It was fantastic. I feel like I started being a perfectionist just to stand um, out. My favorite part. <laughs> Was when Audrey was born, and she could she was old enough to walk. So the game was we would just run around the house the opposite side of Gloria. No, it wasn't the then, house. Really, it was like the yard. It was the house, which wasn't the yard. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um, and so Audrey, when Audrey could finally walk and run or whatever, Gloria was like, "Let's play Run Away from Audrey." Audrey so like I we woke tried up that morning it. and I said, "I have a genius idea. <laughs> so, Today I shall shut win up. the love of my older siblings. So, 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 <laughs> I shall turn them against." Is, this is what happened. We we were we were playing and Audrey just like saw that we were running away and she just went like she like shrugged her shoulders and then went to play in the dirt and then Gloria tried to tell her to go come chase us and Natalie looked at each other and we just went run away from Gloria and, and I proceeded and, to cry and she cried and I laughed I thought it was Dude, hilarious they wonder why I had imaginary friends growing up you play that every day like literally. and it was fantastic <laughs> because I would run after you crying just wanting your love <laughs> it's really emotionally <laughs> and i would run and laugh i would run and laugh hysterically hysterically oh, no, this is probably the podcast i've talked the most and it's probably gonna ruin my reputation hey you know what? but I'm also right not that back. many people listen to this and that gives me hope so if you know me <laughs> that's me cool hope. good talk i love you i feel like only two of my friends are gonna listen to this so um, like felicity and some it's gonna be any of their friends moms literally be quiet <laughs> i hope none of them hear this now okay but yeah uh glory thank you so much for coming on the podcast and well, sharing your thoughts this was very disorganized but i had a lot of fun i'm glad you had fun it was off. very disorganized i doubt anyone is gonna enjoy listening to this remotely yeah well they can uh i've been know. dreaming about this podcast for so long what did you want it to be i don't know do you want to re-record it inspirational say something inspirational Jesus loves me. <laughs> Jesus is the one. Heck yeah. Praise God. Free TK. Free Palestine. R.I.P. Betty White. She ain't dead before when she died. Because the world gonna miss her. Yeah. The world will miss Betty White. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Listen um, to a zipper. I hope this wasn't completely miserable no, and discombobulated. Definitely um, was. Part of the difference in like having conversations with siblings is like you're a lot more open and you're yeah. a lot more crass. That's true. Like I'm usually like pretty Natalie guarded with everybody else. To say, though. Yeah, then I had to change I, it. I just didn't have oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to change it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Um yes. uh, follow Gloria on Instagram Hi, at not Gloria Bergdorf. Yeah. Um That's true. I love you so much. I'm proud of you and I'm going to miss you.